if you want, if you're like, I'm gonna watch or read this, and I don't want to know what happens, just skip forward like. But before three that, spoiler alert: just know that Karen panned it, and that it's been basically universally said is is it's pretty not bad. like good. It's okay. like oh, you know, like there's some movies where I'm like, oh, this twist is crazy, but it's like a fun movie. This one was like, whatever, who cares? If you think you would like to experience the Netflix show Behind Her Eyes for yourself, please skip to five minutes and forty-two seconds. Um, okay, so here's the spoilers. It turns out that the guy's wife is another man from his wife's past who astral projected into her body and took it over and then killed her while she had astral projected into his body where they were like, oh, let's try astral projecting into each other's body. And then he killed her because he wanted to be with her husband. Um, as he, the husband starts to drift from her being like, her him by being like, oh, like she's like different now. Like we just don't connect. Um, she, he astral projects into the new girl's body, the main character of the show, and they do a body switch again and then kills that protagonist of the story. Like, it's fucking insane. And the whole thing is like, as the series projects or progresses, the protagonist is like, oh, like, I can't sleep or whatever. And then the wife, under the guise of being friendly, is like, you should really look into astral projection and stuff. And it's like, it's just like insane. First off, why am I not getting invited to these parties where people are like, dude, you want to astral project with me tonight? You trying to get astral projection going right now? Like, that's wild, first and foremost. Also, from my basic understanding of astral projection, and I'm I'm basing this a lot on, I know, Laura, you read a book about astral projection. Not this one, but a different book. Not this one. A different book, yeah. Uh, as a child, and and then you told us about it. Yeah, uh, I was trying to uh, get everybody astral projected. <laughs> whole, I wanted our next family fam. vacation to be the whole family in the stars astral projected. That was <laughs> we, it's a staycation, but also you do wow. get to leave by astral projection. But uh, yeah. my, my understanding of it is that it's like your soul or whatever leaves your body but there is just a little piece of floss or whatever that's tying yeah. you back to your body. And if it gets like severed or something, severed. then you can never go back. I didn't have the floss understanding. Like I just knew it was like your soul leaves your body and you're supposed to be able to like see other things. I hadn't, I did not come across the version of astral projecting where you could go into someone else's body. But no. the thing yes, that only makes that possible is me. that they both astral projected at the same time. So the soul, oh. there's no soul in the body. Okay. I was going to ask about that because that was a new concept to me as you were just describing. Like, right. but you can't astral project into somebody's body that their soul is still inhabiting. Exactly. Is that, is that exactly. what you're saying? Okay. Amazing. Good, okay. because I would be worried because I don't know who around me is astral projecting. Right, you're just perpetually yeah. in danger. Right, thank you. Yes, that was what my first thought. So I'm glad to hear that as long as I remain the resident <laughs> of my body, um, you're fine. then yeah. I'm safe. <laughs> yeah. But what uh, do you have to have, like, is it a buddy system sort of situation? If, if you're like, hey, I'm going to try to astral project tonight. Can you ward off any Watch my body? <laughs> yeah. floating souls or ghosts that wa- might want to hop in and take root in my in my body as I'm out and about? I mean, I really don't know how you would do that beyond like still being in your body, right? I guess like, so. You, so like you can't, can't really punch. You also <laughs> the incredibly dumb, especially dumb thing about this show is that when they astral project and their souls leave their body, it's like a little blue orb of okay. light comes out of their body and just flies around. It's okay. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Fun, fun, good stuff. My favorite, I just want to say my one of my favorite things is Karen describing media. 
like all types of media, but it's particularly <laughs> media that she doesn't like. I just, I only want to uh, hear about bad shows through Karen telling me about that. I just like it yeah. so much. And I love when it, it happens in real life and on the podcast. I just love it. So it's, it's a spinoff podcast. Karen, really we make Karen watch favorites. terrible stuff and then yeah. synopsize it for us. Yeah. Um, I brought up one. I'll bring up, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it right now. It's a little bit more ambiguous, which is okay. at maybe is Emily. It says, I astral projected and saw redacted, which I granted that's a little bit of a fill in the blanks for us. We can figure out what we want, but I thought if we do want to just leave it as a blank space and, and have a song that's all about us, what would you do if you astral projected? Like, what would mm. you, because I would probably kind of Google maps it, like just kind of yeah. play around and fly yeah. or, and see what's going on. You know, Zoom. I think that's my, around, my go-to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess my first instinct is like, I would go travel, which you can't do right now and just go look at other places. But my second thought definitely is like, I would spy on the people I don't like. Hmm. Um, yeah. Specifically <laughs> the people you don't like, not you wouldn't check in on the people no, you do so like? No, so that I can gossip about them with my other friends who also don't like them. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. It's a fact-finding mission. It's like a- Yes, exactly. Where you're like, oh my God, you won't believe what I just found out about this person. Okay. Oh, this does bring up a really good question for me. Why hasn't anyone made astral projection private investigator as I'm concept. sure there is oh you mean like why hasn't anyone first off in irl if people can get away with being like i'm a psychic detective why right, would you right. be like i'm a private eye that can astral project so i don't even have to leave my house and i'll tell you what, sure if your wife's exists. cheating on you but we definitely could also turn that into a movie yeah that's all i'm yeah. saying and it oh, would be yeah. better than the one that you've described today yes Karen. oh probably yeah i mean the bar is not high <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Wait, man. okay. Speaking of movies and stuff, I want to discuss another one of my tweets, which is a two-parter. Okay. So part one, this is from Kay Kelly at Moonlight Museum. I married Snape on the astral plane. Mm-hmm. And then the follow-up is, well, I, I wait, I guess it's probably a Tumblr sexy man now to make it more modern. I married Komaeda on the astral plane. <laughs> <laughs> can you, can I you... don't know, like... If I married X on the astral plane is like a thing, actually, I should probably just. Google you should. It right we should now. double check that because I feel like <sighs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a common theme. Oh my god! Is Holy it a shit! Thing? There literally, I googled I married Snape on the astral plane, and the first result is from the Harry Potter oh, hobby drama subreddit Harry Potter fandom married to Severus Snape on the astral plane. The story of Snape wives. Oh, this is like not a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut this one out entirely. <laughs> wow. This is... Holy shit. Uh, TLDR, there was an actual religion centering on Severus Snape who was portrayed as an eternal and divine being similar to the Christian God. It had theological arguments, early schisms, and its own vows and prayers, which were all taken completely seriously by its followers, the Snapists. I did wow. not know that this was I, a thing. No, I've I never should have heard it. done one more Google because I googled Komaeda, but I did not bother googling. I married Snape on the ass. Snape on the ass. <laughs> this, is, this is good to know, though. I feel like that's the thing. Is like the only religion I know about that um, comes from a fictional character is that religion that follows Gadget Hackwrench from the Rescuers, um, what? the Rescue Rangers. Um, um, tell uh, me Jonah more. knows about this. What? <laughs> granted, the, um, we only learned about this uh, when we were uh, watched Mouse Hunt in our house that one night in our apartment. <laughs> great um, movie. Uh, great movie. But specifically, Gadget Hackwrench from Rescue Rangers, there is a religion... Uh, like or a, cult a completely that is all about again this female rodent and I don't a hundred percent know. 
Granted, I had learned about it on a very basic level, which was that I was Googling gadget hack wrench. And then the first thing that came up was like religion. And I was like, no, 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 no. That doesn't, that's not what I was trying to find here. I wasn't looking for a religion here, but apparently, um, there are some people who are very interested in gadget hack wrench. Um, the cartoon character, uh, which, you know, I, I think as much as I would love to make a song about Snape wives or this, I'm sure we could make a more interesting yeah, song I'm, about a better topic. I'm willing to completely discard this idea. Like, I didn't realize that it was this serious. The Reddit post is long. Really? Um, <laughs> so It's like if we read a tweet about the grassy knoll and didn't understand what that was Wait, referencing I don't know what that in is. any way. That's the JFK assassination. Anyway, oh, Laura, you, you okay, got any yeah, tweets? Yeah, yeah. I have one, and, I've, and it's from at Enstrolite. Kids menu connect the dots of the entire night sky. And this one appealed wow. to me because of paper menus and crayons that you get when you're a child and mm-hmm. they have activities, whatever. But it also made me think specifically of a time at the beginning of lockdown where everyone was in like the coloring book phase of like yeah. new sort of uh, calming creative hobbies. And um, at one point it occurred to me like, oh, I bet a fun craft project would be to make my own connect the dots. Oh, but, wait, like, I remember in an, this. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think I sent you all this. Okay. And I was like, I'll just put, but I'll do it like in an abstract way. And I really, it's so embarrassing to, to admit that I like really thought this was going to be so cool. So I had a blank piece of paper and I like just followed my heart and I put dots all over it. And then I continued to follow my heart and I started with one dot and connected the lines also following my heart. And at the end, it looked like trash <laughs> and it took very long because it was a lot of dots on a piece of paper. And at the end, mm-hmm. it looked, well, it looked, it was not the sum of its parts. It looked like a bunch of lines on, anyway. So yeah. it was disappointing. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. And and I would say that if you're going to do connect the dots, you should do the real ones where um, <laughs> the ones that are planned, a the ones that are planned. I don't think you can follow your heart on all the aspects of it. Like in general, I'm a big proponent of like following your heart mm-hmm. with regards to all creative things. But I think there needs to be a little bit of form with connect the dots. <laughs> you, can't, yeah, you can't be the, fully free form. Looking right? at the dots really does not. I think convey properly the scope to which the dots are planned out. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. <laughs> exactly. They really the 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 numbers and everything. You got to be yeah. really yeah. sure about yeah. it. Yeah, you really you have to be down. sure about it. <laughs> but I do also appreciate the concept of having uh, connect the dots of the whole sky for yeah. uh, specifically in in terms of also just you know that being a children's thing to to do. Which also sometimes I think maybe connect the dots. In a similar way to the game Deadfish, do you know what I'm talking about? Which is a game where basically you're like, okay, see who can lie on the ground and stay as still as possible, and the first person to move loses. I'm sorry, and what? And it is a game that you play as a camp counselor to make <laughs> everyone be quiet. <laughs> Uh, and uh, the whole point of it is that seven-year-olds are like, oh, I'm going to win this game, and then they lie on the ground, and then they stay silent for four or five minutes and then there's usually one kid who gets up and is like i lost oh and plays yeah. around and then everyone gets up but at least you get a, a moment of respite uh and in a similar way i imagine having kids connect the whole night sky would be yeah. a very like if you hyped it up enough for kids as long as you like say oh this is a fun i used to do this all the time you're gonna yeah. love this game oh we're gonna connect the dots of the entire night sky you're gonna have a fun time for the next four hours 
that's also like a, a classic part of the genre. Just stay quiet for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Game. Yes, yes. <laughs> Adults love <laughs> yes. to play with children. Mm-hmm. When I first started babysitting the kids I used to babysit, the little girl was like five and we would play a lot of games, you know, whatever. And uh, one day she was like, are we ever going to play the game that my old babysitter used to play with me uh, <laughs> called draw and you can't ask me any questions? And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, what? I was like, what is that game? She was like, it's a game where I had to draw and I was not allowed to ask her any questions. <laughs> oh my and I was God. Like, I promise we will never play that game. It made my, it really made me laugh. It she- also really made my heart hurt, but, um, but she was like, like was she asking you that because she wanted to play it or just because that was a game that she knew? I think it was just a game that she knew. And it's possible that we were like gearing up to do crafts and she was like, oh, Oh, are we going to play draw and you can't ask me any questions. Oh my God. (laughs) That, uh, that really also reminds me uh, just of how like unbelievably uh, impressionable children are because I remember also playing a game with uh, your charge at one point in time, the person you babysat uh, where we did basically like duck or sorry, go fish, but it was Mm -hmm. like with bird cards or something. And I remember I mispronounced Cardinal Cradnal just as a funny joke. And then for the rest of the next few years, she would want to play the game with the Cradnal in it. I would text Brian repeatedly being like, she is. She always asks to play the bird card game so that she can hear us both say the word cradinal out loud. Like she misses you so much. She, when Brian would come wow. visit, it was the sun had come out. It was. It, it was. Yeah. It was. The, I got to just do the fun stuff. Yeah. Laura had to actually be a good <laughs> nanny to these children. I can just goof around. All right, I've got. I've got another tweet to to talk about, and Wait this is a us. completely, totally different space. Uh, comes from uh, Soup Jan Stevens at Tactile Bassoon. Galileo is real, and he's coming to kick my ass. <laughs> yeah, I saw this <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I, I love this in a lot of ways, because I think that Galileo was, I mean, he was a real mover and shaker in a lot of ways, but he did, unfortunately, get imprisoned and die. But what if he was real and was coming to kick my ass? Is what I, that's feels the like question feels like a JoJo's Bizarre story. Um, adventure <laughs> sub storyline. <laughs> definitely is. Uh, it's just an anthology of famous astronomers just out for vengeance. Out and for I think vengeance. it's ready to ready to come and rip it up. This this tweet gives me the vibes of like, do you guys remember that show Da Vinci's Demons where it was like Da Vinci's hot now or like Will Shakespeare's <laughs> hot now? Like there were a bunch of those shows okay, a while yes. back. It was one of those ones, and that's the vibe that I kept from this tweet. <laughs> Why hasn't Galileo been rebooted as hot? I mean, they've they've done Albert Einstein. I don't see why they couldn't do Galileo. Galileo. I mean, uh, not to fall in our natural trope, which is always the trope that is me pushing us in this direction of us making a song about uh, a hot, old, bearded man. Um, Oh, no, there's a bug on Karen's sweater. She has to leave the podcast room entirely. Oh, this is bad news. Will she ever come back? This is bad news. What kind of, did you get a glimpse of it? What kind of bug was it? Uh, what, what was the kind of bug, Karen? Uh, I squished it, but you can look at it if you want. No, I'm not interested that much. It's, well, it's gone now. So oh. the bug has uh, been really taken small. care of. It, it was sort of ant-ish, but it had um, like wings. Okay. Mm. Um, and I didn't want to squish it with my fingies. So I went and got it one square of toilet paper. We took care of it. Well it. done. Very, yeah. very effective. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
now to get back to Galileo being hot. Um, but I, I, I mean, he's there's a lot of fodder there, right? He's, yeah. He did a whole bunch of experiments. He was very prolific in his time. Granted, let's can we talk a little bit about how scientists back in the day, they could just look at a thing falling and be like, I figured out gravity. <laughs> Check me out, right? That's basically all science was back then. It was like, as long as you were a little bit aware of something, like mm. Galileo never had to send an email to his boss. That's more stressful is what I would say than throwing a piece of lead and a feather off of the Leaning Tower of Pisa or whatever he did. Um, I understand theoretically what you're saying, but I also do feel like the not just awareness, but the ability to be able to explain what you are aware of is mm-hmm. maybe the special part. Maybe you're right yeah. about that. You could be maybe a little bit right about that. But also, I do think sending emails is hard. Ex- thank you. <laughs> thank you for, for giving me a little bit on my side. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. Uh, I'm the kind of person, I guess, that pot- potentially if this Galileo is... I now I understand Galileo has a reason to come kick my ass as a result oh, of me speaking ill of, of him and his experiments. That. Yeah. But also Galileo tries sending an email, you know? Yeah. Come I like on. when you disappear for a while and then you come back in the room and you're like, I sent two emails. Man, it takes so long. Like, God, I left yeah. the corporate world so I would never have to send emails ever again. You'll never and now I have emails. to send more emails. You will never escape emails. What the heck? Yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so no bad. one contact me ever. <laughs> Please. Um, okay, so we talked about Galileo. I have one more celeb-adjacent tweet Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a at underscore Asselcat underscore. Astro Boy makes use of his little-known architecture degree to build a house on the moon. Um, I pulled this because I just I like Astro Boy a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that he had an architecture degree, and I think he should be able to have a little house on the moon. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. Do you think that's how Astro Boy retires? Does he? Because he Astro- stays child forever because he's a robot. Okay, so always, always child, always mm-hmm. robot, but probably could still retire on the moon if he if he, if he ever wanted, wanted to, to dip Absolutely. out Dr. Manhattan style and got tired of these yeah. people. But and... he's definitely more like a Superman style where he wants to do good. Okay. Mm. But he can also have a house on the moon. Yeah, that's what Absolutely. I mean. I, he should be able to go there and rest. Yes, whenever he needs. Yeah. I like that. I I wish in a in a perfect world, you know how we keep sending drones to Mars and like rovers and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, if we were to ever send, like, an AI, right? Like, a fully sentient robot to Mars, I would mm-hmm. love for them to get there and then be like, peace, and then disconnect all information wow. with Earth, wow. and then just chill out on Mars for the rest of their lives. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That would be, what a cool time that would be, just to be in a, a sentient robot on Mars. It's just my theory about robots on Mars. I we mean, don't have to talk about it. if it was funded by any government, they would definitely immediately try to go get it back. Yeah, right? but it would take like four years for them yeah, to build another true. rover. Yeah. So you got a lot of time to like set <laughs> right. stuff up when you're up yeah. there. Yeah. To bring it back around to astral projection, yes. what are the rules about, like, could we hire some astronauts who astrally project and they can just zoom to the planets and then suddenly they tell mm. us about Mars. What are the rules of how fast you can go? Yeah. Because I feel like if people can astral project, like you both said, being a like a PI, a great use of that skill, being an astronaut feels like a really good use of the skill because 
you're not physically, when you're in your projected state, are you physically vulnerable? Do you have to breathe? Like, is it going to be a problem for you no. to be in a I think vacuum? you're only physically vulnerable in so much as if someone attacks you while you are not in your body. While you're not in your body. You can't do anything about it. But Yeah. Someone could put your hand into a hot pail of water and then you'll pee yourself in bed. Pee. Like that kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and lay down the ground rules of astral projection. Number one, uh, can't I don't go think faster we can than do light. that, given that none of us have astral projection. None of us. Have. Yeah, but I think it's important for. Uh, well, <laughs> why hasn't anyone just given us the full rule set? Right, because like mm-hmm. if I'm gonna astral project, I want to know the full ins and outs of it. Mm-hmm. Like, how long can I be out? What? Right. Where can I go to? How fast can I go? Can I teleport? Is it is it yeah. purely like? that old animated movie, The Snowman, where I'm floating in the air above things, but I can't mm. go that much faster than it. Mm. It's yeah, I, I want to know the, the rule set. To wrap us back around to Astral Projection PI, Appy, mm-hmm. <laughs> as I like to call them. Uh, Appy, they, they probably have a, a pretty strict code of conduct, too, where they're like, I will go see if your husband has been paying his alimony to someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me do that. But here's what you got to know. He can't be further away than Saturn. <laughs> right? Because that's that's the extent of the tether. All right? I yes, can't yes. go further right. than Saturn. It's like, what is the length of the there. retractable leash? Right? Yeah. Like, where, yeah. what are the bounds of it? Right? Do you um, think it's like <laughs> like a tape measurer where at a yeah, certain point it just goes and oh pulls you right back? Or and what's the situation? I feel like that would be shocking and uncomfortable. Yeah. And and is there a way you can be sucked back into your body? Are you is it like a scuba tank? Like at a certain time, if you're at the outer edge of how long you're allowed to be out, suddenly just like whoop, yeah. you're back. Maybe. Um I'm on the Wikipedia page for astral projection right okay, now. Good. And it does say that there is no known scientific evidence that astral projection is an objective as an objective phenomenon exists. Makes sense, um, I guess. And yeah. a lot of people are saying that experiences are suggested of brain stimulation treatments and hallucinogenic drugs, delusion, and vivid dreams. Um, although that said, I am reminded that another big instance of astral projection in pop culture was the Insidious movies, which are very good. Again, also have never seen those. Yeah. They're scary. Nice and spooky. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that, I think, right there, the fact that there's no objective real evidence of it just means that we can make our own rules mm-hmm. for for <laughs> yeah. our astral projection if mm-hmm. if one movie can say you can astral project into another person's body and then TV commit show. a murder tv show yeah even worse gosh <laughs> um <laughs> then, uh, excuse me if you can wait if, explain that <laughs> even worse. look if it's gonna be a movie no i won't explain it the basic gist uh, is that we have the right to to say what astral projection right what the what the limits mm-hmm. are i'll tell you what i feel good about appy should we make a a nice little song about our it, astral projection pi yeah is he on the run from galileo Abs- oh well, my gosh. maybe that's the. Is he trying to find Galileo? I was, is he uh, trying to stop Galileo from killing his I love his that client? Galileo. Yes, I think I think we Galileo is a part of this story for sure. This is well, okay. Now here's a question: Is it Galileo modern times? Is this a no, Appy in the back back in the day? No, it's modern. Okay, definitely. it's modern. So Galileo is back, and he's here to kick some ass. Galileo's <laughs> coming up in his PT cruiser. Oh yeah. <laughs> He is. He's a yes. slippery fish, though, and Appy is having some difficulty finding him out yeah. and about. Mm-hmm. You gotta hire only the best 
of the astral mm-hmm. projection PIs. And God forbid Galileo be further away than Saturn. No, because- <laughs> he gotta yeah. be within the rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Forty years I've been a private investigator. Anything you want to know, I can find it out for you. I can go anywhere, see anything. Unless it's past Saturn. I'm never sleeping on the job. My body sitting there My soul is searching for some clues My consciousness floats everywhere The new case has a snag How could I have known
mean, we've done so many songs now that I think could be turned into movies or TV shows. It's honestly the second part of like, granted, we are all about pulling back the curtain on the songwriting process, but subsection A, we are pulling back the curtain on the pitching process to major yeah. motion picture studios. Mm -hmm. To be clear, we don't have any experience pitching to major motion picture studios. <laughs> but to be clear, these ideas are solid gold. Yes. Yes. To yeah. be, do to be believe secondly that they would clear. make good movies. Yes. Yes. But no motion picture executive has seen them. This is, yes. Or heard yeah. them. Oh. Now that we're on our fourth EP, that means that we have our first three EPs released on Bandcamp. If you go to letsmakeamusic.bandcamp.com, the best way to support our podcast and to support us and to keep us making these podcasts is to purchase our songs there. We're super grateful uh, that so many people came out for EP number three. We really, really appreciate it. And it's, again, it keeps us going. We, we love doing this, but it also helps us make mm -hmm. sure that we continue to make better and better stuff. And if you want to be a part of the podcast, as always, you can go follow us on Twitter at Let's Make a Music, where we will post requesting suggestions for song titles and ideas. If you see one of those prompts, just reply right under it with a suggestion, and we might pick it for the show. And if you'd like to follow us individually, you can find Karen on Twitter at Karen Y. Han, Brian on Twitter at Brian Gilbert, Brian David Gilbert on YouTube, he's got a Patreon, Jonah on Bandcamp, the altogether.bandcamp.com. I'm on Instagram at LK Gilbert. We're all over the internet. We're all over. Who would you hire as the astral projection private investigator in, in our movie? This is hard to say, I guess, without having listened to the song. But I guess we can decide it right now. We can decide it right now, and then it'll, mm -hmm. that'll affect mm -hmm. the song. Okay. Probably, like, Joe Pesci. Like, somewhat influenced by the fact that I did see a tweet going around today of pictures of him on the golf course, and all of them are him wearing sunglasses and smoking a giant stogie. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> okay, then that's yeah. my pick also. Who yeah. would you yes, hire? Who, who, who are we casting as Galileo? Can we also make it Joe Pesci? Can we make it sort oh, of like a funny pr like a professor? Bet, but for... <laughs> I think that would be great. Yeah. I think that. we've already figured it out. Yeah. <laughs>